Only at AutoZone. More details at AutoZone.com. Wonder if you should get tested for colorectal cancer? Well, it's the second leading cancer killer in the U.S. And screening helps prevent it. So if you're 50 or older, it's time. Even if it doesn't run in your family. Most often, colorectal cancer occurs in people with no family history. And it doesn't always cause symptoms, especially early on. So don't wait for symptoms to get tested. Screening helps prevent the disease by finding precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp, prevent the cancer. Screening also helps find colorectal cancer early when treatment works best. You might be thinking, oh no, not that test. But here's the thing, you have options. There's more than one screening test. Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more excuses. If you're over 50, get tested. Because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, the Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 800-998-1003. Your thoughts on the Alvin Kamara Police Report been released. It's on social media if you'd like to go see it. We're debating. Again, you got to know both sides of the whole story. The video exists. We wouldn't mind seeing it. Right? Maybe TMZ releases that later on today. They always have this. Um, per Adam Schefter, Jordan, we do have some NFL coaching news before we get to Shane. Go ahead. Yeah, so it looks like the Saints are the lone survivor in the head coaching search. The Texans are going to go with Lovey Smith. As their new head coach. So Bears, Matt Eberflus, Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett, Giants, Brian Dayball, Raiders, Josh McDaniels, Vikings, Kevin O'Connell, Jags, Doug Peterson, Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, Texans, Lovey Smith. Who will the Saints select as head coach over the weekend? What happened? Yeah, so Friday we put out a poll. Who would you rather as the Saints head coach, Dennis Allen or Eric Bannon? He was actually entertaining. I looked at the poll this morning. And it had ended with 150 votes. It was tied 50-50. Mm-hmm. And also what happened over the weekend, the Saints interviewing Eric Bieniemy for how long? Eight hours, apparently. Per reports, over Mike Triplett said it yeah. probably was more like six hours. But. Okay. Easy to know. Shane, thanks for calling the Sports Hangover, sir. How are you? Shane, hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yep, I can. What's up, buddy? I I had um been kind of busy working and stuff, and I had put together trades for the Pelicans and trades for the Saints and who we gonna cut and restructure contracts. But then I I got in the car just now and I heard this guy talking about Alan Kamara and yeah. he, these. I think we as fans or people in general society forget that these athletes are men and women first, mm-hmm. and Alvin Kamara, like you got, you need to know both sides of the story. That's one point. We got to stop judging before we know the whole story or right. most of the story that we're going to get because we're not going to get that three sides to the story, his story, his story, and the truth. So we, we got to wait until we get more information to judge. But at the end of the day, Alvin Kamara is a man. He felt threatened in some way by some person, and he defended himself or if – he felt like he had to go on the offensive. Instead of defending himself, he went on the offensive. He did what he thought he had to do as a man. And when you're thinking as a man, you're not thinking as, I'm Alvin Kamara, I play for the Saints. He did what he had to do. He gets his suspension. If he gets suspended, if he gets charged, he pays the fine or whatever it is. But he, as long as he's okay with what he did and he doesn't, I don't know his whole life story, but I've never heard anything about him being a violent person or getting into trouble or anything like that. So I'm willing to give him the benefit of doubt in this situation. But we got to look at these. These are human beings, men and women, at the end of the day. And if, if a guy is harassing you in the club constantly and walking up to you, you do right to defend yourself. Or even if, it, if it, even if you decide to be on the offensive, if that's what you think you need to do, 
Google God. No, I hear you, man. And like I said, I think that's one of the things that um, is going to be interesting on both sides of this. And that's why I keep bringing up, you know, if that's what Alvin's hearing, the guy said, I'm going to whoop your tail, calling people ugly. Like you just wonder if it, it got to the point where that's why they're leaving. I don't know. I mean, he didn't say that in the statement. That, yeah. that might have helped if yeah, Kamara said, you know, this guy was harassing us for the last 15, 20 minutes. So I'm on that side of the aisle. And again, I'm not an attorney, but yeah, I, I need some video of the club. Can I show and prove this guy's following him around? Is he in his face? Is he in this space? Is he showing, to your point, that this guy... Aggression. It, yes. And I and again, that's why I said that. I, I wasn't trying to, to the caller that called and said, hey, it's okay for me to put his hands. I understand the premise of you can't touch somebody in this day and age, especially it gets to the point where felony and who you are, who you are. At the same time, I'm just telling you how I would feel as me. You know, I went to dinner this weekend with my wife, and I'm, if I'm with my wife and kid... And I'm at the Pels game tomorrow, and somebody's just, you know, your show stinks and whatever. It's just going after then me comes, over and over comes again. towards you. I mean, I'm going to be face. like, you're not getting in the elevator with me, you know? And, I, and I'm and i going right. to probably put my hand on your chest and be like, dude, don't come in this elevator with me. And then if he smacks my hands, which is is that what's on a report? I mean, so, I, again, the video, yeah. you know, could be telling. Look, I... But but here here's the one thing on on both sides, um, Shane. That's why you have your day in court, right? The, right. the accuser has right. his say, and then the, the, you you do have a say to defend yourself, and, and that's that's the court system. So it is going to be interesting to see I, both I, sides of it. I gotta read. I gotta go look at the, the police report. I just heard the guy I got in the car who's been putting together a washer and dryer for the past seven hours. So, oh no! You know, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever put a the, uh, the filter thing on the back of the dryer that blows the vent thing. I don't know if you ever tried to do that. Before, I have not. Hey, it's one. It's one less hour than Eric than what Eric Fianimi was you know interviewing with the Saints uh, for. Oh, well, oh, I man. see what you tied it in. I see. He spent hey. seven hours on fixing a washing machine, and hey. Eric Bieniemy took eight hours Shane, to try to Shane, get a job. Shane, before I get to who that John, who do you want to be the Saints head coach, Bieniemy or Dennis Allen? Bieniemy. Okay. Thank I, you, I, bud. I think we need all. All right. All right, Bruce. I appreciate your um your time. Thank you, bud. Uh, who that John? Thanks for calling the show, man. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Hey, how you doing, Jordan? Look, how you before, doing? Um, good. Before I comment on Elvin Kamara, because you're gonna love what I have to, have to say about that. Let me just say something about a caller way back or two when they said Trey Zion. You know, it, it's it's just amazes me, man, yeah. how we can just just easily just make comments like it's so easy just to do like, oh, Trey Michael Thomas, oh, Trey Trey Zion. You know, why would you want to do that? I mean, I understand some of his actions. Sure. They lack some leadership, but he is still a very young, young man. Um, and obviously, the organization and his family are doing what's best, you know, for him, for the future. And I wouldn't want to trade, excuse me, a generational talent, a talent like that because if these boys, I'm sorry, these men are playing and balling like this because he's never played with Willie Green yet. Right. He's played for Elvin Gentry and um, that other guy, the brother, the twin, whatever his name is. Um, he's never played with a coach like this. You can see the difference in the Brandon Ingram. This is not the same Brandon Ingram. This is a all-star, bona fide leader, Brandon Ingram. And if you add a generational talent and he actually buys in, this is a scary young and that's all I got to say about that. Mm. Elvin right. Kamara. Okay. Let me tell you this. And I know I'm going to sound biased, but just like the caller before, not the one just now, the one before, it is so easy for us as fans or humans to say what another man or woman should or should not do mm-hmm. in a situation. Life isn't a movie script. It's nothing that you script. Until you're actually in that situation, it's hard for any one of us to comment what we should or shouldn't do. Now, I don't know Elvin Kamara personally. I've been in his presence once with his girlfriend, um, Cooper, and the most down-to-earth people I ever met. We was actually at um, 
at a hookah lounge on, hookah lounge on Tulane. He actually went after the Carolina loss. Um, okay. And look, the coolest laid back two humans you'll ever meet. Not saying that that's saying anything that, oh, he's automatically innocent. What I'm saying is you got to look at the whole background of a person and their actions and their behavior. You can point to a couple more people in the NFL to say, if they was in the situation, you'd be like, oh, well, you know what? I don't know. Maybe he did just, you know. So um, when, when you are in um, an environment like that, Vegas, club, late at night, you know, people are drinking. But they also got people that's on a mission, man. And mm-hmm. they know who Elvin Kamara is. They know what buttons, uh, what to put, uh, push or not to push. And if you are, you know, talking stuff, that's one thing. But if, you, if you're following somebody or threatening somebody, that's a whole other subject, you know. And like you said, if you have your wife or your son and you're out and someone is, is, is saying a little stuff and you're trying to walk away from the situation, whether you're Elvin Kamara or Gus, and someone's following you, you have every right to defend yourself. Maybe not necessarily put your hands on them first, but if they're coming towards you and you put your hand on their chest, you have that right. You have you have that right. And that's why, like you said, Gus, every, he's going to get his day in, this day in court, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure he's going to have a good case. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about the human. I'm not worried about the right. Elvin Kamara, the Saints player. I'm worried about Elvin Kamara, the man, because... He has been a great, you know, great guy in the community. He's just been all about New Orleans, all about the Saints. And I hate to see a situation like this, but I do know there are people who relish and look for opportunities like this for money and for attention and for clout, for social media, for video, for whatever. So um, it's unfortunate that we've been talking about this because, you know, we got these Pelicans that's on a roll and, mm-hmm. you know, we still need to hire a head coach. But at the end of the day, man, I, I just think we need, to, we need to hold back judgment on what he should have or should have not right. done. Because you're not, you're not in that situation. You weren't in that club. You don't know how hostile the guy was. So to say automatically because he stuck his hand out or he maybe he threw a punch, it had to be a reason why. Elvin Kamara's not walking around just saying, let me just punch the hell out of people. That's that's how I feel about it. And like right. I said I, last week, good. Montana about to hire. I know he was going to ask me next. I still I still say Dennis Allen, and I don't look too much about how long he's been there. Six hours, eight hours, tomato, tomato, whatever. They need to still keep Dennis Allen. That's my thing. Sounds good. Appreciate it, who that John. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. Pels one twenty one zero seven. Victory last night, third in a row. Now start a six game homestand, Jordan. One game. If you're a Pels fan, you've been thinking about it, go to one game. Go to one out Just of these one. six, man. Make the SKC bump. They they they've they earned, deserve it. They've earned they you to it. at least give them one game in all your max effort, right? Kurt Jackson wants to join us here on the show and give his thoughts. Kurt, how are you today? Hello, Kurt. Hello. Yeah, man. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well, man. What's going I'm calling because I came up with the perfect coaching, the coaching uh, staff that we need, and I think it'll put us kind of the same with Sean Payton. I think we should hire Dennis Allen as the head coach, and I think we should hire Mike Zimmerman as the defensive coordinator and let Pete uh, Pete, uh, Carmichael be the offensive coordinator. That way you keep everything the same. And I kind of think that Mike Zimmerman is a better defensive coordinator than Dennis Allen, and I think it would make our defense better. And keep keep Pete calling the offensive plays, and pr- pretty much everything will be the same, just minus Sean Payton. Yeah, look, again, and, and that's one of the, the discussions about continuity and, and keeping that continuity and, and having all, right. all those different things. Like Mike Zimmer was a very good defensive coordinator for a while. Again, you just wonder if the message got stale. One one tape one one shape or form, um, you know. That's what, I mean. That's that's what that's what I've been questioning for weeks now. Like, I've been trying to figure out like what the hell is taking so long, and what are they thinking? Like, what are, what is the front office thinking? Far as keep interviewing people and then interviewing a guy for seven to eight hours. I mean, the the obvious choice is Dennis Allen. Why would you bring in anybody else after he's been with your team? When they were with bad and good, 
So, I mean, why, why would you mess that up? I just don't understand bringing somebody in and not giving him the chance. Because yep. he, he's, I mean, he's earned it. He didn't do a good job when he was with the Raiders. He was half decent. He came to us, and he became a great defensive coordinator, and I think this is perfect for this perfect team for him to run. All right, Kurt, I'm going to put you down as somebody that says, hey, go ahead, uh, elevate Dennis, bring in Mike Zimmers, the defensive coordinator. Pete, there you go, man. Here's the headset. Hit the button. Let's go. Exactly. And, and, and you don't have to worry about anything. Everything will be fine. Sounds good. Thank my you. Only, my only okay, question is, uh-huh. my only question is, I, I'm just not sure about our quarterback situation. That's my only problem right now. I think a lot that you're not alone. You're definitely not alone on that. Okay. One. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 that's the only thing that's worrying me. I feel like we got pieces everywhere else. I really do think we need to try to get rid of Andrews Pete because, I mean, he hasn't been productive in two, three years. He's hurt almost every game. Um, Davenport's the same way. He's hurt every year. So I just feel like we gotta, we gotta switch those two guys, find somebody else, okay. and try to figure out our quarterback situation. And I think we'll be completely fine. Kurt, I'm telling you, it's a lot of people sort of feel that way as well. Um, We'll see what the decision eventually makes it with the Saints are the last team now looking for a head coach. The enemy eight and a half hours, eight and a half hours or so, um, was the interview for a lot of different reports. Allen interviewed last week. Let's see when the decision and this is, is made. this is the question that I have for both of you guys. I just want you guys' opinion on it because um I see nobody really kinda called in or kinda brought up this subject. What do you think about all of these teams hiring these guys? who we've heard of, but we really never really haven't heard of. And you've got, you've got, um, assistants. You've got, yep. you got black assistants or whatever you want to call it. And they're more qualified and probably they have bigger names out there that people are not hiring. I'm just trying to figure out what you guys think about this. Kurt, I, I said it last week on Friday when John was in here, you know, it, it, it it's, it's crazy because when it comes to the enemy here, well, he doesn't call the plays. And I, I went through the three other coaches that have been hired that quote-unquote are offensive coordinators, but did they really call the plays, right? Like, did you think of Green Bay? It's Matt LaFleur, right? Not Nathaniel Hackett, now the Broncos' new head coach. Right. Did you think of right. the Rams' Sean McVay is the guy that's calling the plays? Right. You see him doing it, right? Not Kevin O'Connell, the new Vikings' head coach. Um, with the Dolphins' Mike McDaniel. Apparently, he's his offensive genius in San Francisco, yet it's Cal Shanahan, yet you see him in a booth in the last couple of days, and, you know, now he's, you know, all kinds of other things. So, I, I man, I, I, it's interesting to me that it looks, it looks like teams are hiring on promise, hiring on maybe this trend of young assistants that learns under this tree that they can do it or not. I, I don't get it yeah. to an extent, dude. Um, especially when these guys are 36, 37 and you're asking them, to be head coaches, because it's what I've said, sometimes it works. But exactly. it's a lot different and, being and a head coach. And you're than doing being, a uh, disservice to coaches yeah. who've been in the league for forever, yeah. who players might be who might be used to, and, and that could probably come in and, t- and players could levitate to instead of this young guy who they're thinking like, well, I don't know, what, what are we going to get out of him? Right. I mean, Lovey Smith getting hired in Houston. I, I kind of like that. He's a yep. veteran coach. He's coaching in the NFL. He Super tried Bowl. the college level. Uh, yeah, took the team to the Super Bowl. I mean, I I think you can't get no better than that as far as experience. For that organization right now, especially him being the D coordinator and in a state of flux, you still don't know what you're doing with Deshaun Watson. That actually is probably a smart move. Kurt, I got to hit the break. I'm about four minutes late. Nathan, I'll come to you right out of that. When we come back, it's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
FanDuel Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, and we can't wait for the Rams to take on the Bengals. To celebrate, new customers can bet $5 to win 280 in cash on either team to win when you use promo code KLRZ when registering. That's right, you get your winnings in cold, hard cash because we know cash is always better than free bets. I'm betting on the Bengals, and I'll tell you why. You can't go against Joe Burrow in a one-game situation. The Bengals are a four-point underdog, but they've won as a dog twice this postseason, so we can't count them out. Don't have a lead on the game? That's okay. FanDuel has hundreds of props. You could even bet on the color of Gatorade poured on the winning coach. There's no better place to bet Super Bowl 56 than FanDuel Sportsbook. There are promotions for new and existing customers. They've got same-game parlays where you can combine small bets for bigger wins, tons of Super Bowl props, and more. Don't miss your chance to turn $5 into $280 in cash. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and use promo code KLRZ to make every moment more this Super Bowl. Again, promo code KLRZ exclusively on FanDuel Sportsbook. Must be 21 and over in present in Louisiana. New users only. $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus $280. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation departments. We are proud to be your trusted resource in keeping our community safe. Visit TGHealthSystem.com. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy, or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut, skin-on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today, only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's, taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Oh, baby. What is going on? Oh, baby. What about this? Now Martin right at the top three. Rims out. Oh, rebound. Jackson just took it away from Shangoon. Jackson running the break. Sprints front court. Is he going to go all the way in? He will. And one. Lay it in. And one. Foul Shangoon. And Jackson just with the primal scream at every member of the bench who came to their feet. How about that? By the way, I just saw this on Twitter. You ready? Shoot. Jackson Hayes passed Zion in career minutes last night. Nathan. Let that sink in. Nathan, what you got for us on the sports hangover? Uh, what's up, Goose? I wanna uh wanna play devil's advocate here. Sure. And I know I know the majority of people are probably saying elevate Dennis Allen, promote Pete Carmichael to offensive coordinator. But you gotta kinda look at it from the other perspective is it's easy to say that. When you have, when you had a Drew Brees who's no longer there, you had a Sean Payton who's no longer there and was what people were saying was the quarterback whisperer that could bring Jameis Winston in and he can, he can play under Sean Payton's system, right? And Sean Payton was going to do this and that for Jameis Winston. But when you're talking about Pete Carmichael doing this 
and being like Sean Payton. I'm not sure that's what I think that the Saints organization is looking for. You don't have Drew Brees anymore as that padding to go in and make it easy to call an offense anymore. You know, you had a quarterback there that could read a defense like a book. You had a quarterback there that was one of the all-time greats that could probably run the offense without an offensive coordinator. So now you're basically starting from scratch here with a new quarterback, or even let's say it's Jameis Winston that comes in. Mm-hmm. Is Pete Carmichael comfortable with trying to call an offense with, with Jameis Winston, no wide receivers? I mean, yeah, you'll say Michael Thomas can come back, but he's been gone. So I think it's I think you got to look at, look, I can understand elevating Dennis Allen, but I, I don't think they want to try and keep the same names and faces in play uh, moving forward. I think that's why they're trying to shake it up a little bit because you're going to have a different uh, leaders on the offensive side coming in. You know, I mean, I'd like to get your thoughts about that. But what do you think about that? About the different starters and and, and, and having Carmichael go in, man, I – Again, I, I here here's what I wonder is remember he was asked to interview and he didn't, which means that I think he's comfortable in his position as offensive coordinator. I think obviously if somebody on this staff currently is elevated or promoted, that would make sense. If you hire somebody outside of it, is it on contention that he sticks around and and does that? I mean, if you hire the enemy, is Carmichael still your OC? Is enemy calling the plays like is Carmichael doing what he did with Sean here essentially help in, in that process but on game day the enemy calls the plays um I I just go, back, because, to, I, I, I go back to go ahead if I'm not mistaken Peyton basically called the plays lately right I mean mm-hmm. there was what one season Carmichael actually called the plays and then Peyton took it back from him so yeah, Carmichael might know how to call the plays, like I said, with the Drew Brees on the, on the center. Mm-hmm. But you, you're having a whole new backfield coming in when it comes to the quarterback position. And and I, I understand that Carmichael can do it with Drew Brees as quarterback, but he hasn't even done it as Jameis Winston as quarterback. Peyton right. was calling the plays last year. I don't know, man. So, so who, do you, who do you want to see be the head coach? Carmichael? Oh, I... I yeah, no, the, the head coach, the head coach, look, I'm not opposed to sure. either Dennis Allen or or um, the Kansas guy. I, I'm not opposed to either one of them. I, I just think that, you know, the people that just want them to promote from in-house, I think they need to look at it from a different perspective, that it's not going to be the same as it was before, and keeping everything status quo right. may not be the – the right thing to do. Well, maybe know? it's maybe it's a reason Nathan that Eric Bieniemy interviewed for eight and a half hours. Maybe it's a reason they did interview Aaron Glenn. Maybe it's a reason they interviewed Doug Peterson because obviously the Dennis Allen thing is obvious, right? You, I mean, you can walk down the hallway and do that. Maybe they did want to get different perspectives and see how other people view right. your team. And I think that's a great idea, to be honest with you, because you know what you have for the most part on there. I mean, the interview with Dennis Allen is what's your vision moving forward? How do you plan to put your stamp on, onto things? Um, so, um, I, look, like I said, I, Jordan, you brought it up. Eight and a half hours. That, that, that's a long time. So what are you asking? I'm sure that that's a detailed, you know, what's your vision? Go over roster. Unless I mean, Mike said, to look if, at if film, that's like including a, a dinner as well or a, a lunch. Still, I mean, still. I mean, we can go to a steakhouse here for three hours, and then what? We go back to the facility and look at video, look at the roster. Like, I mean, again, that that length of time – I'm probably doing that. You know, here's our roster. What's your vision for each player? I want to hear. Cause that's what everyone loved about Sean. They, they could, he could talk about a player and specifically, this is how we plan on using them. Maybe in the initial part of that interview went so well, they're like, okay, well, let, so look at our roster. What do you do with these guys? What do you do with Jordan? You what see, do you that's, do with, you know? that's what I think is going on. You, you, you talk about that he was in his interview six to eight hours. I, yeah. I really, truly believe that Mickey must have been blown away from the jump of his interview to keep him there that long. So they started going down the list of, of every position on the on the team. What, what's our vision for this and that and the other? I think Mickey was blown away by BNV when the interview first started, is what I'm thinking, you know. 
Yeah, I'm with you, man. All right, well, you have a good one, Gus. You too, bud. Appreciate it. Have a good one. The Miami Dolphins just tweeted, South Florida bound. The McDaniel family is en route. It's a nice suit there, Mike McDaniels, huh? It's a long flight from San Fran. He, his daughter, and his wife on their way over to Miami. And as I was scrolling on that, as we go to break, this is very interesting. The Athletic. Like, The Athletic. Tweeted, Arizona quarterback Kyler Murray has unfollowed the team and removed all Cardinals-related content from his Instagram. The only recent content was a picture of himself at the Pro Bowl and a story reshare of Mike Evans' post that said, Always wanted to catch a pass from the Texas legend. You want to Tampa? What, what is that all about? I don't know. There's a, little, there's a little report in here that we could talk about when is coming Is Kyler back. Murray going to be asking to get on out of there at Arizona? Do you want to be a Buccaneer? Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. Here we go, getting to the group. Watching lovely ladies as I smooth as I move. Cause that's what they say, but I can't prove. So turn it up again and watch me move to the group. As we get close, you whisper, go, go. I hold you in my arm and you say, jumbo. Scream and shout, turn and say, Colombo. Now I it's Mardi Gras time, and Joe's Septic Contractors would like to let everyone know that there is still time to call in your orders for portable toilets and hand wash stations. You can order two, three, six, ten, and eighteen stall restroom trailers from everyone at Joe's Septic Contractors. Have a happy and safe Mardi Gras. Call 985-632-5592 or visit joeseptic.com. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student-athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation departments. We are proud to be your trusted resource in keeping our community safe. Visit TGHealthSystem.com. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy, or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut, skin-on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two-to-one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today, only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's, taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Tom Brady announced on Instagram that he's officially retiring from the NFL. I'm not one that says he's the greatest of all time and this, that, and the other, because I enjoy Montana. I enjoy Brady. I, I don't get caught up in he's better than him. Why not just enjoy the, the beauty of what he has accomplished in those 22 years and say that we witnessed it? GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Marlon Favor and a big fave 504 is the way to follow over on Twitter inside the trenches of the podcast. Winning Grimmage, I see you on hold. Got to get to our guest here, no, and we'll come to you right afterwards. Uh, Marlon, how are you? Super Bowl week, sir. What's, what's going on? Oh, man, pretty good. This This is. It's almost like a holiday week for me, man. Like, once you get an opportunity to win a Super Bowl, be a part of a Super Bowl in this process, it's just like, you know, holiday. It's almost like Christmas, but for football. Look, um, 12 years ago today, to the date, February 7th, 2010, sir, the Saints won the Super Bowl in Miami. Can you believe it's been 12 years? Gus, you know, I saw a little string of hair when I was working out at GLS the other day. I looked in the mirror over here on the West Bank, and I'm like, man, I see a string of gray hair, too. What was going on? Oh, man, I don't have that baby face I had 12 years ago <laughs> during the Super Bowl. So that's the first thing. You know, little Marlon wasn't born yet. Cantrell was like five, six years old. Time fly, Gus. We must clip his wing. It's crazy when you think about it that it's been that long. And yet, um, look, you realize – I think a lot of Saints fans thought it wouldn't be the last time that the Saints would go there, maybe even win one. 
But it's difficult. You were talking with Mike Triplett earlier in hour number one, and he brought up, look, Rodgers, um, Favre, right? You look at a couple of other quarterbacks that are going to the Hall of Fame. They, they only won one. It's it's hard to get back there and do that. But that night, man, did, did you all think that it wouldn't be the end, or are you so excited you're not? that's all you're thinking about? Well, first, first and foremost, we're so excited. So that that's really all we're thinking about in the moment. Uh, but it's always the year after feeling like, oh, we lost this guy, we lost a couple of these guys, but we have these guys coming back, and it's this rebuild, and it's this hope for. And something about holding that title going into the next season and during the next season, it's this kind of underlying pressure that no one really talks about, right, mm-hmm. that – hey, the defending Super Bowl champions, the defending Super Bowl champions, and that's pounded in your head. Meanwhile, you might be somewhere around 500 <laughs> with a record. So it's a it's an extra pressure. But, you know, you, you can't go without recognizing Tom Brady in his 22 years and being able to accumulate seven of them. And, you know, all of the major beat writers gush right after uh, Tampa won that Super Bowl set up. The, the top contenders for next year's Super Bowl, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and lo and behold, Tom does go back to to the to the Super Bowl. So, so some guys are in the matrix, and you know that Patriots dynasty in the two, you know 2000 and 2010s was able mm-hmm. to go kind of like the Alabama of uh, of, of uh, NFL. So it, it's for, for us the Saints. It, it, it was a, a feeling the next year. Of course, obviously, a lot of us wasn't on that team, where it's possible uh, that we could go back. Super Bowl week, as we touched on, man, you got a handful of Tigers on both teams. Somebody from LSU is going to win the Super Bowl this year when you look at it. And as we sit there now in Super Bowl week, last week nice and quiet. Both teams done a good job, I guess, of just staying out of the light, not putting a lot of bulletin board material or what have you. So as you sit there on Monday, and we'll ask you again on Friday here as we get closer what what what's your heart telling you and what's your head telling you? My heart is telling me Cincinnati. Of course having a really close relationship with Jamar Chase and Jimmy Chase, you know, that that, that family, uh Miss T is his mom. You know, that that's that's one 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 deal, right? And then there's this Smoking Joe story, right? You, you watch this hard-nosed kid come into LSU at a time where LSU could have, you know, used a consistent quarterback and does what he does. And then I was this Cinderella story in the NFL. So it's kind of like, what well, the, the LA Rams, I get it, Odell Beckham Jr., my other brother, Andrew Whitworth, and my, my uh, brother from another SEC family, Georgia, um, and my classmate, Matthew Stafford, having an opportunity to do it it just doesn't hold as much weight to me because that team just recently went to the Super Bowl and just so happened that team played us in the process with the no call. So you don't really root for the Rams for that, especially when you're balanced and have LSU guys on both sides. But I think about the youngster, Lil J, and and I think about uh, Joe Burrow. And and even, let's take it inside the trenches, baby. I saw him hitting that gritty. I thought he was going to hit the little booster. You heard me? Uh, Tyler Shelvin, Um, you know, you got Tigers on that side and full of Saints. You, you, you want to see a, a guy fair man, a good guy. It really did a, a great job for us last year for New Orleans and Trey Henderson winning. So Cincinnati to me just seems like the team, it would be a better feeling, you know, after the Super Bowl team that they wanted because of that team just seems like such a Cinderella story this year. Yeah, and, and I think obviously, as we mentioned last week, one of the storylines would be the line play, right? Aaron Donald and, you know, since then, Jordan, we saw the mic'd up with Burrow and the Bengals. is also mic'd up with the Rams. And it seems like the sound bite that's being used a lot is Aaron Donald saying, pointing to his finger saying, it's my time. This is what you give up everything for. This is why you have no friends. This is why you practice. You do all those different things. I guess it all comes to a culmination, doesn't it, right? Marlon, when you think about it this week, right before that game goes at this is literally why you've done everything up until that point, working out at places like you, high school, choosing the right college, going through the injuries, playing, making a team like this is it. This is the game that you're going to be remembered for. It is, Gus. This is for all the marbles. And remember, even though there are incentive bonuses, you know, there is money attached to this, 
for the guys who are multi-millionaires, it's not about the signing. I mean, the, the playoff bonus or the Super Bowl bonus. It's about winning that rank. It's about what you mentioned, go, going going train in the off season with the Concord Sports of the uh, of the world, and you know, getting with um, the BT Jordans of the world, D line specific training, and just doing everything. The Duke Roosters. I mean, I could go down the line of just locally here in the New Orleans area. You know, that no one talks about right after the football season, March, April, May, June, getting in shape, going into OTAs. This is what it all boils down to, the, the sacrifices you, you make being away from your family. This is what it all boils down to, working towards winning that Lombardi. Marlon Favorite, as always, man, I appreciate it. We'll break down the game in detail on Friday, some matchups specifically you know, since he's offensive lineman against, is it just Eric Donald? Do you have to kind of pay attention to somebody else? Give me some matchups. We'll look at that linebacking play, DBs as well. I think a lot of focus is on the Rams defensive line. They got to cover, you know, you know, they got to cover the, the Bengals offensive threats as well. So let, let's kind of go into it on Friday. Let's do it, Goose. Hello, somebody. There he is. Inside the Trenches, the podcast. Marlon Favorite, as always. We appreciate the time. One Ingram Midget, thank you for holding on, sir. You got the final four minutes of this segment before we go to break. What do you got? What's going on, Gus? How are you? Well, I'm, I'm going to hold you personally accountable for what I'm about to say, Gus, because you have given us plenty of bad luck and you've El Gato Negroed us till mm-hmm. eternity. And now the, the Pelicans <laughs> need you to call in all your marks call the draft, call whoever you need, but we need Darren Fox in Orleans. He's local, so if you got his mama's number, call mm. his mama. But we need De'Aaron Fox in New Orleans. If we get De'Aaron Fox, this team is going to be a whole bunch of interested, not just this playoff season, but next season. So I'm holding you accountable. If we don't get him, Gus, it's your fault. My fault. Oh. Um, I agree with you on Angry Midget. I would love De'Aaron Fox. I I don't know what's the asking price. Jordan, you're 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 you're, well, you're making faces I think, here, like I, I think a lot. Like there's no way you're keeping Jackson Hayes or no, right? No. If you're, you're if you're the Kings, us, you're, you're, you're asking for at least that and some draft picks. Well, to make the salaries work and to help out Sacramento. You could move Sato, which is a which is an expiring. You could move Hart, which <laughs> nice is an expiring. That is very nice of you to you do that. Throw in, and you add a couple of protected first. I think that it'll get done. The market is depressed right now. If you look at the trade market and what guys are going for, it, it's 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 not much. And Sacramento is at a spot where they're ready. They're ready to part with. So, guys, if you know somebody in Sacramento, call Sacramento. Call Darren's mama, call Grant, call Chris, call whoever you need to. But if we don't get him, the entire city of New Orleans is blaming you. Just okay. want to put it out there. <laughs> thank, thank you for that angry midget. I wish, I wish I could help uh, to where, you know, do it. you know what, Jordan? Let's, um, I guess let, let's, let's let's work on that. I'm gonna see if I can get in touch with Darren Fox's people. His peoples, his peoples, maybe his agent. Yeah, let's scoop. Again, I, uh, By the way, talking about the NBA, mm-hmm. um, a few minutes ago, NBA Communications just tweeted out, and a bunch of other people um, tweeted out that New Orleans Pelicans forward Brandon Ingram has been named the NBA Western Conference Player of the Week. Everybody, come on. Your playoff. I would, I, play I, I, well, play, your play in currently 10th spot holding. New Orleans Pelicans. How about that, baby? That sounds good, doesn't it? Three straight wins, three straight on the road as well, Jordan. Wait, it's kind of crazy because at what? the beginning of the season, like, hey, just yeah. try to go for us the most losses the in, the, in the in the NBA season. Yeah, well, we, we were, yes. Well, at some point that was the case. And then all of a sudden, this guy, Willie Green, knows how to coach. And then the players. And then Herb Jones. Oh. Came Herb, out of nowhere. Herb Jones. You know what? So I'm saying, dude, the more I think about it, Dude, just kind of just keep it the way it is. I don't know, man. It's tough. Do you want to lose Jackson A's all of a sudden? Looks like he had 21 points in 28 minutes with seven rebounds. That's doing work, man. Here's the other thing, too. Look at the rest of the team. They all seem to be 
caring for one another, right? All I know is this. We were worried about getting the 500. All I know is on February 7th, the Pelicans are in the play-in spot right now, baby. <laughs> Don't worry about the 500 just yet. We'll get to that later. L.A., we're coming. Six-game homestand. Pick one game, Pels fans. Come on. One game and go. Out of the I would next say six. tomorrow, but I would say everyone come out tomorrow. If you, if you don't have anything to do, obviously come out. Yeah. But I'm kind of upset that Eric Gordon's probably not going to be playing. I don't, uh, I guess. Sports Hangover continues. Final segment next on the Spanish Warriors. Hey, hey, my friends. It's Dana DeFran Freelu here. Just wanted to reach out to you. That I and Golden Motors are here and ready to help you take care of you and your family's vehicle needs. We have new inventory arriving daily. Check us out 24-7 at goldenmotors.com. Give us a call at 985-325-1000 or stop by and let myself or one of our awesome team members take care of you and get one less worry off your shoulders. Always remember, price is priority. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. At Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received Health Grades 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. What's more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things. Our commitment to quality and your satisfaction. Both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, site-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Galvalume, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Galvalume. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance is a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Steve, I'll come to you in 30 seconds. It's remarkable. General D just sent me something on fan-sided over there, how you can get the Aaron Fox, Kings and Pels. I don't know if it's a reporter or story, it's just a screen capture. Uh, Kings will get... Sato, Thomas Sadoransky, Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, the first-round picks in 2023 and 2025, Pels get the Aaron Fox. I think we all would pull the trigger on that, right? But at the bottom of it, it says, it is possible the Kings would want Jackson Hayes instead of, or in addition to, nah, Sato, Hart, 2023 and 2025 first-round picks. Jordan, my question to you, would you do that? Mm. Nah, Hayes, Hart, two first round picks. I'm, I, I'll mention Sato, but for the Aaron Fox, General D says no. It's, a, it's an interesting. He says no because of Zion's issues unknown. You just, I, I, same thing with me. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It is the Aaron Fox though. It is. It is. Steve He's still very young. What do you got for us, bud? I think we're looking at this the wrong way. Okay. I, I think we're looking at this saying, what do we give up to get Fox? I think what we have to ask ourselves is, what do they give up to get Zion? Zion. You want to trade Zion? 
Well, I, I know at, at first blush it sounds crazy. Why would you want to trade a guy who's played forty four percent of your games and you know is, is almost up for uh, us re-signing him to you know getting him out of his rookie deal? But you know what have we really achieved with Zion? We built a team. We start to develop a culture. If he comes back now, he probably wrecks that culture and wrecks the flow. And we're not going to compete beyond perhaps the play-in or if by chance we get out of the play-in, we win in the first round. And I'm a season ticket holder. So uh, I'm sitting through all of these games, watching them and watching them grow, and I see the progress. But the reality is he's distanced himself from the team. Mm Mm-hmm. He is working out on his own with his own personal trainer, without the team's trainer. He's sending all the signals, whether we want to believe it or not, that he wants to break up with us. So let's just cut the cord and say, hey, you know what? Cut out. Let's cut cut bait and make him Sacramento's problem. And we get Darren Fox. Then that second, the gnaw, the haze, the heart. No, I, I know. First but round picks. Here's they the thing. send us first-round picks. Because, it, no, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Darren Fox was, a, was the fifth overall pick. How much would you give up to trade the first round pick, the first overall pick, to move back four spots? What does that take? That's that's the question I'm asking. Because Darren Fox is not a scrub. He's a legitimate top five player from his draft. The potential is still there. He's only he was drafted in 2017. Ryan was drafted in 2019. So we're not talking apples and oranges. I look. I hear you. I still think because he's the first pick overall. Because of what he did when he was actually healthy, I I, mm-hmm. I can't pull the trigger right now. Now let me give you a few names. No, I know about names. Andrew Wiggins, okay. Andrew Wiggins, first mm-hmm. overall pick, traded. Right. Okay. Chris Webber, first overall pick, traded. Yep. Brad Doherty. I know I'm going back with some of your listening audience doesn't know who Brad Doherty <laughs> is. <laughs> no, I hear Joe you. Barry Carroll. So, but what I'm saying, it's not a trading a first overall pick happens. It happens. But you know what? It's a, All players are, and I hate to say this, but they're human beings, they're people, they're assets. And how do you best stack those assets to build I, the best possible team? I, I'm with you. I just, I just don't know right now if he's that much of an asset to you because I don't think anybody, including you, know what, what he's capable of or if he's healthy. I, I just, I just, I, I, right now, this time, maybe a year from now, I feel differently. I just, I can't pull the trigger on that. Right now, Steve, but I will tell you this. You're not alone. You're the fifth call today to say tread Zion. So, Steve, thank you for the phone call, man. I I literally have, I have two minutes before I go off the air. Dennis, I actually am down to a minute. So give me your best 60 seconds, Dennis. What do you got? My best 60 seconds. How you doing, though? But my best 60 seconds is get out your feeling with Zion. All right. And get days off the uh, trading block. We don't need to trade here. If you go with the team, it's a Brandon Ingram team. I got four tickets. To see the next six home games. All right, I'm going to be there. Nice. I'm Lee Hayes along. Yeah, all right, God. Leave me alone with that. But I'm just saying, get out your field with Zion. Let's get rid of him. Bring Deion Fox in. He could help us. He could help Brandon Eagle. He could help us. Zion can't help us sit on the bench. Only thing he could do for us is trade peace. You know? Now, if you want to come and you want to trade him, but at least get Hayes off the trading block period. It's really incredible. Hello. Dennis, yeah, no, I hear you. Thank you, man. First off, it's awesome. He's going to the next four home games. He already has his tickets. Uh, he got four of them, so that's cool, Dennis. Looking forward to hearing from you. Call us, man. I, I want your opinions, too, when you see it in person, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, bud. Um, We're down, like, to 20 seconds. What's nuts is this, Jordan. I never would have thought on February 7th. More people call today, keep Jackson Hayes, trade Zion. That's not happening. I'm just saying. It gives you an idea of where the fan base is with its quote unquote franchise player. That's, that's an incredible thing. And it also though has shown how Jackson Hayes' play has won over people. Tomorrow, game one of a six game homestand will break that down for you. Don't go anywhere. Matt Muscona after further reviews next on ESPN New Orleans. Yeah.